Hello again, Pastor Deborah here, and this is another episode of The Multitude, Volume 2. We are beginning episode or part number 15. When we left off in part 14, we had just discovered the kingdom of Nimrod building a tower and the concept of a king had just been brought into the hearts and minds of darkened humanity. So let's continue. Verse 6. And the Lord God said to himself, Behold, the people are one. Remember, all the people are spiritually dead without the Holy Spirit and without the kingdom of heaven to God. They are spiritually separated from his Holy Spirit, separated from his life, his kingdom, his light, his truth, his indwelling presence. And they all have gone And they all speak one language. And this they began to do. And now nothing, God is saying and thinking to himself, will be restrained or stopped from them, which they have imagined to do. They are all one unit, one mind, one heart, and yet everyone is darkened. Living in ignorance of themselves, they are nothing but creatures of flesh and bone. But before we go on, remember, the Lord had problems on earth before with the imaginations of men and with them all speaking the same one language. Genesis 6, 5, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man on the earth was great in the earth and that every imagination of their thoughts, of their hearts and mind, was only evil continually. So the Lord said in Genesis 6, 3, My Holy Spirit shall not always strive, war against, struggle with man, for that man is also flesh. So his days physically on earth shall be a hundred and twenty years. The Lord made sure of the shortened lifespan on earth for the physical body of man and that he would not always struggle with man or fight against him or war against him. Let them go their own way, but he would keep a watchful eye on their development as flesh creatures who are spiritually dead to him and spiritually and physically intervene as needed so that the whole earth would not be corrupt, filled with their violence, and be able to just do whatever they imagined to do. The Lord was going to work on his plan for himself, for spiritual man and the earth, even through flesh and death separation from him and throughout all of time. He would keep steadily working on his purpose, undeterred, unwavering, and he would work unknown to man, but not to Satan. Acts seventeen twenty six through 28, verse 26. And has the Lord made of one blood, one family, all nations, people, 
for to dwell and live on all the face of the earth and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds and the borders and the territory, the lands of their habitation. Why did God do this? Verse 27, so that they should seek him, the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, even though he's not far from everyone of us, of them or all of humanity, so they would know him and come alive to him again. So all the boundaries and the nations, the separation of humanity into countries and nations was for God's purposes, so that they might come after him and find him. Verse 28, For in him, the Lord, we all of humanity live, and we move, and we have our being, as certain also of their own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. He knew that, Satan knew that, but mankind did not know that yet. They had to learn. So he set them in boundaries and borders and nations and countries so they would learn. Now back to Genesis 11, 1 through 9. The Lord still speaking to himself, verse 7. Let us go, says God to himself, the Godhead. Let us go down there where they are all in one speech and are building this tower. And let us confound and confuse, mix up their one language so that they may not understand one another's speech. Verse 8. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there upon the face of the earth, and they left off to build the city. Verse 9. Therefore is the name of it, the city or the tower, called Babel, meaning confusion. Because the Lord did there confound them, confounded and confused the language of the whole earth. And from there did the Lord scatter them abroad, across upon the face of all the earth. So what just happened? And what happened next? Because they were one, they all knew about the Lord God, the flood, the Garden of Eden, the law of blood for killing another human being, blood sacrifices to please the Lord, worshiping God with fire of an altar, the curse from God upon the earth, the curse of Noah upon the descendants of Canaan, some of the people, the descendants of Shem and Jephthah, were blessed. Some of the people and the descendants of Canaan were cursed to be slaves and servants to their brothers. Some of the people, descendants of Jephthah, were to be followers and eventually come into the tents, the house, the family of the Lord God of Shem. Some were in bondage and slavery. Some were kings and rulers and lords. Some were the workers and the slaves and the servants, sort of the working class. Some were to be rich and some were to be poor. A family in divisions and strife, a lack of not loving one's neighbors. Some the Lord would bless, protect, and others he would not. Yet all were spiritually dead to God without the indwelling Holy Spirit, one with the flesh and its lust. All now had Satan's nature, image, and likeness, rebellion to God and his laws, disobedient, selfishness, 
pride, Satan's spiritual offspring, ruled by ignorance, the flesh and its lust, a spiritual heart and mind covered by a veil, covering of flesh, a wax grossness, a foreskin, spiritual men, now just a tail to the soul, and the flesh and its lust, and spiritually shaped by sin and disobedience, and conformed by iniquity and the lust of the flesh, the soul and its flesh and bone, and all of their lust and appetites and desires are the head. Darkness and ignorance covered every spiritual man's heart and mind, and the soul ruled the land of the spiritual heart and the spirit itself and its dirt covering. A spiritual kingdom of darkness and ignorance, lack of spiritual truth, was arising in the spiritual realm on the earth under the kingship of Satan, the very adversary of God, and in their personal spiritual heart and mind and souls of every human, every woman, every child. They were children of darkness and ignorance. All spiritual men began again to have every thought, imagination of their spiritual heart and mind, only evil continually. Violence was filling the earth again as before the great flood. All flesh was corrupting itself again as before the flood. Now listen to how all the nations and people spiritually develop their relationships to the Lord and to each other, their neighbors, their brothers, their extended family. Several scriptures reveal to us what now took place on earth to all mankind. Please see and spiritually understand why the Lord sent his agape love to the world to save it, to redeem it, and restore it. Remember, these are the children of rebellion, disobedience to God's voice, to his words and commands, the law from the days of Adam, and dead spiritually to God, for they were without the indwelling spirit of life, the Holy Spirit of the kingdom of God. Ephesians 2, 2 through 3, verse 2. Wherein times passed long ago, before you believed in Jesus as Savior and were born again, you all of mankind, you walked and you lived according to the counsel According to the way of this world, the realm of darkness and ignorance of flesh and natural man on the earth, the way of darkness and ignorance, the lust of the flesh, the carnal desires, Satan's way. According to the prince, the principle, the concept, ideas, the rulership, the control by a law, a rule of the power of the air, prince of the and the principles of the spirit of ignorance, the spirit of Satan that now works and rules and governs and has control is the principal concepts of ignorance and darkness, a lack of knowledge and truth and light of the Most High God in the children of disobedience to God's words and voice and law, children of unbelief, of disbelief, of rebellion, a stone-cold heart towards God and his words of spirit and life. Verse 3, among whom also we, born-again spirit men, were like. We did before we were born again 
through our belief in the Son of God, in Jesus Christ, the anointed King, the living Word of the Lord God. We had our own conversions in times past, in the lust of our own flesh, thus fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the carnal, dark mind of the soul, and were by spiritual nature the children of wrath, of anger, of Satan, against the Creator, the Most High God, the Lord Jehovah, even as others were, we were too. Psalms 51, 5. Behold, I, the spirit man, and my soul was shaped, formed in iniquity, crookedness, bowed down, not in an upright, not in a correct position, not in an acceptable position, in a relationship to the Lord God. I was formed and shaped in perverseness and wickedness and sin, which was rebellion to God, was my mother, my earthly one, conceived me. Not a good beginning at all. Job 14.4 Who can bring or conceive or shape or grow or develop or form a clean and righteous, a new spiritual human out of an unclean thing? Not one. All mankind was unclean, unrighteous, and were shaped and formed in iniquity, crookedness, bowed down, unrighteousness, not in a correct relationship to the Creator, the Lord God, even in the moment of conception in the womb. Now let's go back to Romans 1, 18 through 32, and Romans 2, 1 through 3. Verse 18. This is Paul speaking to us. For the wrath and the anger of God is revealed, it is seen and demonstrated from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of humanity who hold and keep and won't allow the righteousness of God to rule them in their hearts and minds to guide them and to help other people with the truth of God and to help themselves for they are in unrighteousness. Acts 17, 30. And the times of this ignorance, this darkness, God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere, repent, turn from this ignorance and this darkness, this belief and concept of ideas of ignorance and darkness. Romans 1, 18 through 32, verse 19. Why was the anger and the wrath of God revealed, shown and seen, demonstrated and released from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men on earth who knew his truth, his laws and commands, but held or would not obey it, would not teach it to others? would not believe it to be right, what they wanted to do, even though it was already in their spiritual hearts. And they already knew this truth, but ignored it, held it, truth and unrighteousness. Why did they do that? Verse, 9, verse 19 tells us, Because that the truths of God, the laws of God, which may be known of God, is revealed. It's already given to them in their spiritual hearts and minds 
was already known within themselves, for God had showed it to them, revealed them, told them throughout time, placed it within their spiritual hearts and their minds, even at their creation, demonstrated it to them through words, through voices, consequences unto them. The truth, the laws of God, hidden behind the veil of flesh and its lusts and desires, hidden in the long-forgotten memory, the heart and mind of the perverse, retrobate, flesh and carnal, darkened heart of the spirit and soul of the spiritual man, which had become the tale, the follower of the soul, and the lust of the flesh. How could all this be true? Verse 20, For the invisible and spiritual and eternal things, the truths and laws of the Lord God from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, revealed, shown, known, expressed, spoken, demonstrated. How, Pastor Deborah? By being spiritually understood by the things that are made, the earthly, temporal, seen things of creation, nature, animals, mankind himself, his own physical body, the heavens and the seas, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they, all men, are without excuse. Why? How? Verse 21 tells us, because that when they, all men, did know God in times past, before Noah spoke and cursed his own grandson and one-third of mankind, and Jehovah confused their language and scattered them, over all the earth. For they, all humanity, glorified me, Jehovah, the Most High God, not as God, and neither were they thankful. But they became vain and fruitless, wicked and perverse in their imaginations, in their thoughts and their ideas, and their foolish heart, their mind spiritually was darkened. The light of truth left was blocked out the Holy Spirit. The spirit of truth was gone out of the spiritual heart and mind and soul of mankind. And a veil of flesh covered the heart and the mind of all humanity. A foreskin was now covering the spiritual heart, mind, soul, and spirit of all humanity. Verse 22. Therefore, professing and proclaiming and decreeing and preaching themselves to be wise. But they became fools. Jeremiah 10:14. Every man's spiritual heart and soul is brutish, like a brute beast in his knowledge. Every founder or creator in his imaginations and his thoughts and ideas and actions and behaviors is confounded, confused, by the graven image that he created in his own imagination, his own thoughts and ideas and behavior. For his molten, man-made, created image is falsehood, and there is no breath, no life, no spirit of life of the Holy Spirit in them. Proverbs 32, verse 2. King David talking, Surely I am more brutish or beastly, in any man, and have not the understanding of a spiritual person with the Spirit of God 
in my spiritual heart and mind. Psalms seventy-three, twenty-two, verse twenty-two. King David talking again to us from the distant past. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before you, O Lord God. Psalms 92.6 King David speaking again, all humanity. A brutish man knows not, neither does a fool understand this. This truth about graven images within his own spiritual heart and mind. Back to Romans 1.18-32 Verse 23 And in this darkened spiritual heart, this mindset, this foolish and brutish, beastly mind, through spiritual ignorance of the truth of themselves and of God himself, they, all humanity, change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image, into a likeness, a symbol, made like to corruptible man, you, and to birds, and to four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Now hear the words of God himself from Moses, to the Jews, to the Hebrews, after he had delivered them out of Egypt, and the slavery to Pharaoh. Deuteronomy 4:16. Lest you corrupt yourselves into a beast, a foolish and vain heart and mind, and make you a graven image, a man-made image in your spiritual heart and soul. First, made in your heart and soul. Then create in wood or stone or metal that image in public to be worshipped. An image, the similitude, any figure, the likeness of male or female. Exodus 24. God the Most High speaking to Moses. To tell the people of Israel, you shall not make unto you any graven image, any man-made image in your mind, your imagination, or any likeness or anything that is in heaven. No angels, no beasts, nothing, or even me, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water, the earth in your spiritual heart or mind. And then out for others to see and worship and say that they are God and we are to worship this. Isaiah forty eighteen. To whom then will you spiritual man like it? Imagine, grave an image, mold and shape and make God to be in shape and form. To look like or what likeness will you compare unto? Isaiah forty twenty five. To who then? Will you, spiritual man, liken me, Jehovah, the Most High God? Who shall I be equal, says the Holy One? Deuteronomy 40, 15. God, the Holy One, still speaking to Moses to speak to Israel. Take you, therefore, good heed unto yourselves, for you saw no manner of similitude, likeness, or image on the day that the Lord God spoke unto you. In Horeb, out of the midst of the fight, back to Romans 1, 18 through 32, verse 24. Wherefore, God also gave them all of humanity up to uncleanness through the lust of their own spiritual hearts, their minds and souls, 
so that they will spiritually dishonor their own spiritual and physical bodies between themselves, to dishonor themselves with each other. Verse 25. These change the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. This ends episode 15 of the Multitudes Part 2. It's not a nice place to end. We need to end and so we will end. Things got to be a big mess and God is trying to help us to show us what happened to us and how our imaginations and our thoughts and our ideas and our concepts can form images that are not right, falsehood and lies. And then we teach that, engrave that, and we worship it. And he says, don't do that. Don't worship anything. Create nothing in any image. No statue, no nothing. And I have a great uh, teaching on the website about false gods worshiping other gods and images. It deals with the Statue of Liberty in the United States and how many things of God were changed into images of females and males. Great, great teaching to show you what this looks like and how this displeases God tremendously. So this is Pastor Deborah. Continue to keep listening. Come back to episode 16 of the audiobook, The Multitudes, Volume 2. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.